Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Getting a bit rowdy in there. We did put some biscuits in there for him, didn't we? Kevin. Jesus. Keep it down. Uh, He's not ready. We're waiting. You know, the show's not ready yet. Yeah. Everyone's well, still getting the stuff together, and he, Kevin's here bopping away. He doesn't think he's coming out. He doesn't think he's coming out of the box, does he? Oh, definitely. What? Why, why did we ship him up? Well, if did, if not to just, release him. I mean, I don't really want to. Kevin, him. stop it. I don't think it's right for anyone to see him, especially on a video podcast as this is. No one wants to see. That a, a, sorry, a video podcast. A video podcast that you can watch on YouTube.com forward slash video. It's official. That's you're, right, if you're listening to the audio, you're a chump. Yeah, yeah. you could go see us in person. You see Kevin, the Kevin box, Kev box, Kev box eight thousand. So, so, what is the plan? What are we actually doing here with the with the Kev box? Well, I, I guess when we're ready to start the uh, the podcast, we'll just open it. Yeah, and okay. tell him to open his mouth, and then um, close it immediately. Are we, are we ready to... Yeah, I guess so. Start, we give just... it a flare. If only there was a more efficient way to get audio I know, transfer, it's just, transferred around. I can't believe we... we... Whoa! Oh, Jesus. God, it's overpowering. <sighs> Smells and the sounds. Are you okay, Peter? You've got no ear protection. Kevin. Kevin, do the music. He's already doing the music. Oh. Can you not hear? Oh, he's deafened Peter. Oh, no. Oh, Peter. Oh, no. What are you saying? Oh, he's deaf. I said he's deafened Peter. He's deafened He's you. He's deafened you. Oh my god, this is the worst. Let's just roll the. Let's roll the mute. Let's just. Oh my god. I hope he's okay. God. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Podiots, the official. Bidiots! Podcast. It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the laws of the three us where everybody brings a, a thing along to, to talk, talk about. about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm Michael. We did it. We did it. It's nice to be able to just do it in sync without... Oh, so much easier. Without Perfect. the delay. Synchronicity. A uh, 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 thing, thinking... It's uh, kind of like a choir, aren't we, when we do that? I think yeah. when in person, at least, over Discord, it's not quite it's beautiful. Quick. It's absolutely beautiful. Michael Johnson is in the house. Whoa! The videots are all in the same room. As we said at the opening of the show, if you go to YouTube, you can watch a video version of this where we're all sat here and talking to each other face to face. With so. things on the desk. The things on the desk. Ben mm. set it up all lovely and nice. Yeah, I brought them all in for all my knick-knack paddywhacks. Give a dog a bone. Oh. Uh, speaking of giving dogs bones, Michael. Hello. Peter and I have got you a special present. We oh, have. Oh no, I didn't. Okay, this generally wasn't. I wasn't told anything about for, this. For coming all the way up. Oh, uh, here you go. Oh, it's lovely. It's a lovely bag. Take it out with your eyes closed, and then and then describe it to the audience. It's a special. Oh, it's a special uh, special present. What is this? It's okay. Well, I'm, without taking it out, it feels like a pot of jam. 
It's extra, extra 50 worth of garlic. Oh, oh there you go. We got extra 50 worth of garlic. Oh, yeah, we can swear, can't we? Yeah, we fucking can. We yeah. fucking can. Hey, motherfuckers, we're, we're fucking back. It's what, 150 for the for the garlic and chips? Yeah. <laughs> I got an extra 50 garlic. Did you fuck? I fucking did. Did you fuck? I You're fucking lying, did. Lying bastard. Go on us. There you go, Michael. Oh, that's amazing. Do you like, there's I, a little bit of Michael Jugson on the front there with his big dilated just, drug eyes. Yes, <laughs> and that's what I aspire to be. That's amazing. Thank you very much, boys. It You're was welcome. Ben's idea and money, but I exist. Peter's in the room as I'm well. at the table. Peter's He's also next the to room. the garlic. Yeah. Thank you very much, boys. I'll cherish that. Forever. It's okay. You're not allowed to eat it. Obvi- oh, it's gone. Okay, well, that's, that's fine. <laughs> you your teeth. If you'd like to treat us with a little bit more respect than Michael Johnson did, you can go to streamlabs.com forward slash vidiots official and join the pod squad. Ooh. This is an elite team of uh, operatives led by Richard Demodig Machinko, who obviously is a prolific donator to us. Yeah, they uh, exist now as soldiers of fortune. <laughs> they do, uh, if you can find them. Yeah. And if you can get their PayPal information, then maybe you can join pod squad. Check um, the bodies. If you'd like, <laughs> that ourselves still got a wallet. If you would like to donate to the show any amount, it goes a long way and it really helps us uh, just sort of keep things ticking over. The people who've donated since the last show, because we're recording two of these back to back, what I've done is I've split them in half. Okay. So we've got half of the people from the last show for this pod squad and half the people from the last show uh, for the next pod squad. Mm-hmm. So even though there's going to be two weeks until the next episode after this one, um, any donations for that will not be read on that one. Hmm. They'll all be read on the following podcast. I hope that makes sense. Oh, boy. Yeah, I hope that makes sense. So, Pod Squad this week, we've got The Real Michael B. Ooh. The Far Wall. Shagger Returns. Yes. David Lever. Shagger is prolific. He's, 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 he's frequent. Yeah. I think it's his extended family, isn't it? There's well, all yeah, shaggers. So the Shaggers. Yeah. David Lever, Luke, Princess Carla Love, Emily Lemons, Mr. Mrs. McConey, Machoni, Meccany. Yeah, Machinko, Machinko, and top shagger Bumpis. Oh, oh no, that's his his brother, I guess. Got another a, shagger there. Got a lot of shaggers in today. Yeah, got a lot of got, got and lot of, royalty. We've got a princess in there too. Oh yes, oh, sorry, God. there was a princess. Sorry, hang on, I really skirted over that one. Princess Carla Love. Mm. Mm. Princess Carla Love, the princess of love. So, princess and the shagger. The way we do this show <laughs> is that we've all got a thing. We've also got some questions as well. Oh. I have a little anecdote that I've been meaning to tell on the podcast that I completely forgot about. This isn't my thing, but I thought I just I just yeah. talked to you guys about it. Okay. So when I was walking back from uh, a post work pub visit a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. it was late at night. It was about eleven p.m. and I was walking down the road. And obviously, I'm in, I'm intimidating and scary, so people don't they don't mess with me because they know that I will uh, I don't know like say them up. say rude words to them and stuff, which yeah. is hurtful. Oh, flower. Worst. Oh, flower. Um, a man came up to me. He had a waterproof jacket on. He didn't look homeless. Okay, and this is relevant. He didn't look home because he had a phone. Yeah, because yeah. he had a phone. Yeah, yeah and he was running away from zombies. Yeah, and it was fine. Uh, and he he had this waterproof jacket on, and he, he'd got it done up to about the middle of his stomach, but his arms weren't in the sleeves. <laughs> right. So he was there with his arms pinned to his sides by his jacket that somehow he'd reached up underneath and and zipped up to about here, and he came up and he said. Can you zip me up, please? And I was thinking, how could I not? <laughs> so it zip was, me up, not not. Can me, you release? Can me? you let me out? It's like I've been maybe a, bo- a bully. I am actively being bullied. Yeah, but no, he wanted. <laughs> he wanted to be. He wanted an extra fifty worth of zip. <laughs> he right. didn't want to ever get out of that. So he was garlic there and zip. Like yeah, <laughs> it was there like this. And he was like, "Can you zip me up, please?" Wow. In this strong Geordie accent, and I was like, 
sure, man. It's your life, I guess. <laughs> and so, and it was really tight because obviously a, a jacket that's form-fitting is not meant to have arms nor yeah. shoulders. Yeah. Shoulders as well, all sort of stuffed in. So I managed to get it done all the way up and I was like, I'm, I'm doing my best, man. And then he said, can you tie up the sleeves as well, please? So he wanted what? the sleeves. Yeah, really? To, like an actual straitjacket. Look, here's my, here's my How reminder How have you forgotten here. to tell this? The man I tied into a straitjacket is my reminder. It's been on my phone for like three weeks. Did he, in his half done up jumper, he wasn't yeah. like topless underneath, was he? No, no, no. He was wearing a shirt. It was cold. Right, it wasn't okay. even that cold. So I thought immediately, well, maybe he's homeless and he's just really cold. Yeah. And he said, I've just got a long walk home. And I was okay, like, right. right. So then... I tied. I went to tie the sleeve. Said, "Can you tie behind my back, please?" What? I was like, "I sure." Th like, this like... guy sounds like a bit of a pervert. So I was joking with him at this point. I was sort of laughing around with him. I'm like, "Yeah, okay, man." And I I tied them up, but they wouldn't really do up very well yeah. because they weren't very long. Yeah. So I tied them up. I said, "I've done my best, man." He was like, "Well, if they come undone, I'll find you." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my <laughs> Bye. god, please don't." And uh, yeah, that's that was a thing that happened to me a few. So weeks ago. you just like patted him on the back and off you went. I just distance. let him go on his merry way. I didn't really know what else to do. How weird. It's... I will backpedal on the word pervert because that's a bit kink-shamey. <laughs> he wasn't harming anyone, so he's not a pervert. He's, but, a, but he's, a, a, he's a sinner deviant. But yes. what, yeah, what I mean is he was a man potentially who mm. put his jacket on and went out into the street to find someone who would tie him up. Mm. I think that's kind of what this is. You don't Good. need someone to tie it up behind your back if, it's, yeah, if you've got a, a long much. walk. It's not going to make you any warmer. I thought have like, I been assaulted? Possibly. Oh, Is that what's happened? Also, what's going to happen when he gets home? Like, what if he doesn't see anyone for the rest of the night? He'll just get home all <laughs> tied the up. Door. <laughs> yeah, that's just part mouth. of his sick game. That's what he wants. Oh well, God. yeah, maybe it is. I, I think he probably had a, a vibrating butt plug up his up his ass <laughs> that you didn't know about. Peter Rustin, why are you ruining this? For I, me? I thought I'm making it better. I, I thought this was a nice, fun story my... about a strange man who wanted yeah. to be. I thought all innocently, maybe he's just like a street performer, and part of his gig is you know getting out of a jacket yeah. at eleven o'clock at night. Well, he needs someone to put him into it, and then he wandered off and found a group of people to impress with his skill. Right, but no, he's, yeah, he's like an escapologist. <laughs> he's either he just... an es it's like Harry Houdini yeah. was either an escapologist or a pervert with a butt plug. Oh, no one really both. knows. Probably both. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I think I think both. Absolutely. Mm. Anyway, that was that. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for ruining it, Peter. That's okay. <laughs> First question comes from Kells at Kelly Marshall ninety eight on Twitter. If you had to be a character associated with a food brand and live entirely in that universe oh forever, God, what would you be? For example, Ronald McDonald the Cocoa Pops monkey, and Rory the Frosty's tiger, etc., which is the first time I've actually heard his name. Rory? It's Rory. Tony. It's Tony. Why does it say Rory? Rory? It said Rory. In the it oh, says Tony, what? isn't it? Tony yeah, the tiger. It's autocorrect. Oh, possibly. Well, I prefer Rory. Rory. Tony's, Tony's less successful brother. He didn't <laughs> do the swimming certificates. He did the, the bowls ones. And then, of course, there's the third brother, Tory the tiger. <laughs> yeah, we don't, oh, we don't like, like him. It's just yeah. austerity. Yeah, he, he cut tiger benefits quite, quite oh, viciously. Frosterity. <laughs> Shut up, Peter. <laughs> Where uh, would you live? What universe, what hellish food universe would you live in? I did always like the Cocoa Pops jungle, but I like, it's like oh. the animation style and stuff. But then, obviously, I don't like, you know, all of the, all of the watering holes that they turn into chocolate pools. Of course, yeah. I don't, like, you don't chocolate. like chocolate, so that sounds Every time I you. would go for a drink, they'd just be pouring, like, milk and Cocoa Pops into all of the estuaries. <laughs> I mean, I'd be like, please, Cocoa, I'm so thirsty. Peter, I'd have some more chocolate milk. Please, no. no, I've been dehydrated. My pee is brown. So I probably couldn't do that, I don't think. I, I don't think I could live there permanently. You know, on a similar vein to that. I, oh, my been, God. Is, um, Choco Chimps oh, is an off-brand Cocoa Pops thing. That's horrible. And it's like, 
I don't know what the point of me doing this is, but on the cover is the most realistic rendition of a monkey. It's really it's weird. It's really frightening. And it's made of a 90% actual chimp. Oh, oh is it? So that's a universe I don't want Great. to live in. Now, the idea of existing in a McDonald's universe is quite appealing, but mm. they do have a character who his whole thing is crime. He's like a villain. His, his whole a thing is taking food away. Mm. I don't know if I want to live in, a, in an idyllic food world where there's crime. You're neglecting a very, very important thing. What's that? They're McNuggies. I mean... <gasps> they're McNuggies. The oh McNuggies. Ron- Ronald Coon. Yeah. Ronald Coon's <laughs> McNuggies. Of course, I forgot. I that's pr- that's well, that's settled it then. I'm going to McDonald's land. I want to be in the Burger King dynasty. Yeah? Okay. I want to be like some... The Burger Prince. Of, the Burger Prince. There we go. Yeah, and maybe I'll start my own... A chain of foods. Oh, the Burger Prince is like the kids' menu at Burger King then. And oh, I'll, okay. I'll pioneer that. Yeah. That's what I'll do. Do you think, um, what's his name? Uncle Ben's Rice. Is he in the Spider-Man universe and he just dies every day and it's, and it's I, his uh, hell? I don't know if I've said this on a video before. I know a guy whose name is Ben Rice. Yes, wow. you have said yeah, this. Yeah. I remember. And, and a year or so ago, or t- two years ago, his sister had a child and oh he became Uncle God. Ben Rice. No. Fantastic. <laughs> they, his parents must have known. Right? Yeah, <laughs> one day, one day, Uncle Ben's Rice. he will have a nephew. Good. <laughs> Good lord. The prophecy will be fulfilled. Yeah. Let's have another quick question before we go to our first thing. This is from David L. at Dalek Platypus on Twitter. You can remain human, but take the skills of an animal as a superpower. What animal do you choose? For example, dolphin gives you fast swimming, underwater breathing, ultrasound communication, echolocation, etc. Well, uh, dolphins can't actually breathe underwater. I think you'll find. Uh, they can hold their breath for quite a long Take time. Take that, David, you uh, idiot. Yeah, why are you saying this stupid How dare stupid you, questions. David? How dare you? Yeah. Um, wow, okay. What are, what are the most talented animals? Chameleons. That'd be great. Mm. A cheer, like shift shape colour. Yeah, yeah, that'd be it, good. It's yeah. not as simple as that, but I think just... I'd be bad for videos, actually. I'd just blend into the wall. <laughs> yeah. Where's oh, Michael? Where's oh, we can hear him. He's the world's <laughs> worst <laughs> camouflage expert. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> What's, uh, what's a skilled animal? Yeah. I think a crow, maybe? Some kind oh, of intelligent clever. flying animal. Mm. Good at stealing. Silk, yeah, exactly. Things. Really good at thievery. I don't want to live in the McDonald's good. universe because no. of the thief, but I want if to be I the can thief. Be the, what if I can go to the McDonald's universe and be a better burglar? Oh, fantastic at eating roadkill as well, crows. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, snack, renowned for doing that as well. So yeah. I can do that too, I think. I'd want to be an ape. I think, just to have that raw power. The Choco Chimp. Uh, the choco no, chimp. not the Choco <laughs> no. Chimp. I'd develop really long limbs and I'd just walk around on all fours and climb around everywhere. I think that'd be super helpful. Yeah. I, I just wouldn't have to obey the laws of roads and paths anymore. I can just climb over buildings, do what I want. Essentially mm. Spider-Man, but Monkey Man. Chimps have really good reaction times. Have you seen those lab tests that they do? You know, like Coco <laughs> the Gorilla, who is a man inside. The, yeah, there's a yeah, man yeah, inside yeah. the suit. They yeah. give them like this LED screen or, or like a touch screen, sorry. And uh, like these lights come up and they basically just have to tap it as fast as they can. Oh, yeah. They do it like way better than a human can. There's footage of them and they just go. Wow. What? Could they play running in the 90s, do you think? Yeah, probably. Can they do those those keyboards where the lights come down and tell you which button to press? Oh, my God. And lights up. Yeah, like, yeah, monkey, like monkey. they would be really good at that kind of thing. Let's get a monkey and put it on yeah. that game. Yeah, well, you're going to be one, so we've got Oh, you. there we go, it's fine. We got was, you. When it's you were saying reaction time, I was thinking maybe the sat a monkey down in front of a computer and showed it one of those screamer videos <laughs> where just like the car's driving along the road and then the zombie pops up and it's a how quickly monkey. does the monkey scream? Yeah. <laughs> oh, really fast. <laughs> we know that now. I've seen people play it to dogs and stuff and dogs have no reaction at all. Like they're just not scared of that. But I'd be interested to see if it affected a monkey given that they're a lot closer to humans. 
experiments. It's a horrible experiment, but... <laughs> it's got to be done. I, I am very curious now as yeah. to... Peter wants to be a nasty zoologist. That's yeah, what that Peter kind of animal. Become. The animal inside all of us. The, the man inside the animal inside us. The monster, yeah. yeah. That's what I want to be. A, a, no, I don't. I, I, hate, sure? I hate animal testing. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say I hate animals. I hate animals. <laughs> this, I don't want to be uh, any I hate them that much. I don't I even want to work with them. <laughs> Um, man, what would I do? Uh, yeah, I think I'd like to be able to fly as well, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I missed out there. I've chose to climb things where I could have just flown over them. You're good at them. Maybe I'd be a bat, just just, be, just, just bat. for a separate answer to Ben's, really, which is a, a good answer, you know, a crow. But so like, you'd be a nocturnal fly boy. Well, yeah, it just means that I'd be able to fly, but also uh, I'd be able to echolocate. Bl uh, bats are also not blind. No, they're most, not. Most bats, or maybe all bats, aren't blind. That That's a myth. Yeah. Um, they just uh, they go out at night, and so they don't need to use their eyes very much. So they yeah. learn to sense with their ears a lot better than their eyes, but they can see. Okay. So would you be anything like Batman, or would you just... I think it'd mostly be like Batman. Or would yeah. you be Bat Spaceman? Like, not Bat Spaceman, Bat... Spaceman. Man Bat. Man -bat. Yeah, or man -bat. actually... Maybe just being Spider-Man would be cool. Yeah, yeah, is that allowed? Yeah, can, can we, we just that? be one of the actual animal superheroes? I haven't got Rules Boss's number up here, otherwise oh, we'd no. have to check. But no. Peter can just be... I'll be a crow. Peter can be Spider-Man. Spider and Mikey can be an ape. Yeah. An ape. An ape. Great. Thing time. Who would like to go first? I've got one right here. Oh, he's right in his pocket. by Peter's dad. Whoa! <laughs> he no sent way. it to the family WhatsApp and said... <laughs> Hey Pete, here's a good one for your podcast. Oh, oh that's nice. And it is. It's Thanks, a good Mr. Austin. Thank you, Mr. Austin. New Zealand man uh, brings clown to redundancy meeting. Oh, of course. Did you okay. hear about this story? Yeah. Um, so this is real. This happened. Um, and at time of recording, it happened five days ago. This is according to the BBC News app. Mm -hmm. When copywriter Josh Thompson received an ominous email from his bosses asking asking to discuss his role at the company, he knew he was facing redundancy. <laughs> the Human Resources Department at FCB New Zealand encouraged him to bring a support person to help cushion the blow. Oh. Wait, really? Is that a thing that... An option that's... that is legally required in New Zealand. That's, wow. that's progressive as hell. As an, as, it's an option that's legal. You, like, you don't have to do it, but, but like, they have to, have to offer it, it to you. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, so that makes it very obvious that bring your support person to mm. this meeting is not a good sign, Yeah, is it? true. Wow. Oh, dear. Um... But rather than bring a family member, a friend, or even a pet, the part-time stand-up comedian, apparently, decided to splash out 200 New Zealand dollars, that's 100 pounds, on a clown called Joe. <gasps> Bobby. Joe. Bobby Babaloni. Bobby, Bobby Babaloni. <laughs> Hi, Evelyn. You've been made redundant. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was working... I was working because I had a job back then, and I got an... That's a weird way to, to start. Say that again. This is his quote. Mm. I was working because I had a job back then. And I got an email, and the email said... He's a comedian, not a writer. Let's put that What way. he means well, was... he might not be a very good comedian either. I was at work in the days before I was made redundant, and yeah. I got an email that said, Hi, Josh. We'd like to meet with you to discuss some matters in regards to your role. Uh, he told BBC from right. Australia, uh, where he's been making the most of not having a job hey, in good Australia. Thing. Okay. Uh, basically, I sensed that this was going to be a redundancy, so I thought I might as well try to make the best out of this situation, he added. Um, they've now just inserted uh, an, another uh, article that you can go to, just in case mid-article you want to change to... Is it all over for non-creepy clowns? <laughs> well, apparently not, because they're getting work from Joe. Yeah. Or from uh, Josh, sorry. Yeah. Um, 
Joe accompanied Josh for the redundancy meeting, where the clown made balloon animals, <laughs> although he had to be told to stop a few times, oh. as it was <laughs> difficult to hear above the screeching <laughs> of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, you've been... Jo- Josh, <laughs> Josh, you've... Joe, shut up. We can't hear above the screeching of plastic. Um, so uh, he, was, he was asked to stop a few times as it was difficult to hear above the screeching of plastic. Mm. Boy, oh boy, are they noisy, Josh said. Balloon animals. <laughs> right. When Josh was finally delivered the hammer blow that he was to lose his job, the clown reacted accordingly. He nodded his head along when I received the bad news as if he was also receiving the bad news, (laughs) Josh said. Oh, that's quite sweet. Professionalism at its finest, really. And then he asked to be tied into a jacket. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Josh said he'd highly recommend hiring a clown as, as support for any suspected redundancy meeting. If you've got family, friends, step-mums, step-dads, step-kids, bring them by all means, he said. But if there's any clown available, especially Joe, I'd definitely recommend it. Get Joe. Joe the clown. That's not a very good clown name, is it? No, it's not. Usually it's like like a word adjective or something. It's just Joe. Well, there you go. That's the the sad, happy, sad tale. Well, that's what I'm going to do when I move to New Zealand. There we go. And get fired from all of the jobs I have out there. Yeah. See, because I didn't know that... In New, in New Zealand, it was required. Well, it was an option to have mm. someone go with mm. you. So I thought I, when I first heard, like, started reading, I was like, "Wait, did he just like bring a clown to this meeting?" And just <laughs> assuming it was a, a say, I'm meeting. not having this it's meeting fine. with you if you don't let Joe in. And I imagine if it was just like, "Oh yeah, we'd like to give you a pay rise," and the clown <laughs> just sat there, like, oh, oh, um, make a, a dollar sign in a in balloons. I, I, in the in the article I read as well, uh, the clown motioned tears as he was oh, getting no. handed his notice, oh, like God. stuff like that. That's a, that's a really good idea. That's what I expected when it said he reacted accordingly. I thought, like, he maybe did a sad clown. Like, you know, he might have had one of those where they've got tubes that go up behind their ears and they squirt water <laughs> oh out. God. <laughs> but, the windscreen uh, wipers as well, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, it just said that he, he nodded and uh, or shook his head or whatever. But oh, that's oh better. The, the sad clown. The sad God. Like he was also receiving the sad <laughs> <laughs> So much empathy. It's my oh, empathy hero. clown. Well, yeah. like, like the uh, related article says, it's, it's almost all over for non-creepy clowns, apparently. Yeah. That's sad. They're on their way out. Who would oh, you bring man. to your redundancy meeting, if not a clown? Meat face. Meat face. <laughs> Just yeah. put it on a plate and let it defrost throughout yeah. the meeting. That's a power move, that. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you say to that? Yeah. Um, I would bring... Rules boss. Rules boss. Oh, yeah. Because oh, nothing would ever get yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It would be, it would just be embroiled in red tape forever. Mm. Nothing would ever get done. Yeah. So I'd just keep coming to work. <laughs> That's a good idea. I'd bring a personalized video message from Dave Benson Phillips. Oh, yeah. excellent. That'd be really lovely. <laughs> I'm sure he'd love to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> buy him a Nando's or something. Dave Benson afterwards. Phillips did my redundancy video. <laughs> Speaking of which, we need to we need to tweet uh, Dave Benson because we're recording. We? Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to find a picture. Let's find one. Peter, I, I like that you can Yeah, of course. I, I look him up often. Uh, which one are we feeling today? There's him on a banana phone. I feel like you should just like go way down the should page. Should I just scroll for ages? Yeah, and we'll yeah. See find some happens. old okay, sort of deep, deep <laughs> oh, web. There he is in his, in his um, velvety throne. Oh, it's a Shutterstock one as well. Nice. It's got Shutterstock. There's a Shutterstock Dave Benson photo. Yeah, wow, should we just bank. post that one? I don't, I don't want to settle on it, but I have a little scroll up because I, I oh, a little bit further one. up. We've gone a bit. We've gone too far. We've actually run out of Dave Benson. Phillips <laughs> Chris Moyles there. Uh, don't fuck with Dave Benson Phillips on the shirt. Nice. I've seen that before. Mm-hmm. 
Um, there's him being patted by Pudsey. I like that one, I think. Look at his little face. Should we post that one? How do you feel Peter about that? I'll like that How do you feel about that one? Oh, wow. He yeah. looks like he's meeting his hero. <laughs> He's like let's so post, pleased. Let's post that one. Then. It's very low quality as well, which I yeah. think yeah. is really <laughs> low. If, should, I put it in, should I put it in Photoshop and blow it up so it's really blurry? <laughs> yeah. Let's see the individual pixels. Okay, this is important. Sorry, everyone. 5,000 by 5,000 pixels. Yeah, okay. I'll do that <laughs> and I'll show you the results. In the meantime, will you talk to me about Area 51, please? Yeah. Sure. The raid happened and no one was shot. What a disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was very good boys. I didn't realize this until like yesterday when we started reading up on it that there was a festival mm. arranged at the same time. So it wasn't just people m like gathering together outside the gates. It was a full on festival going on with events and food. Alien stock, I think they're calling yeah. it. Or that might, might that might not be the official name, but that's what media outlets are calling it. Um, yeah. There was, of course, the one guy who was caught in there. I mean, that that guy won the event. I yeah. think. Like, if anyone did something at Area Fifty One, there was the guy who ran past the news reporter. Naruto, Naruto style, style yeah. yeah so that was good. the real winner yeah and then subsequently we were all winners that's awful it doesn't uh, look yeah. like Dave Benson no, it doesn't really, once it's blown it? up that big it looks it like Dave look... Benson's grandma <laughs> Dave Benson grandma <laughs> oh okay, god let's save that and then... Dave Benson Phyllis <laughs> <That's> <laughs> there we go that's very a good way better one um, but uh, yeah it happened and there was some footage of like a group of people standing at one of the barriers that says like stop you know you'll be shot if you enter and there were like three military men there, or women, standing all guard. Women. And I think at that point, you know, as much as these weebs and, and such really wanted to storm Area 51, yes. when they arrived at the gate and saw three men in military uniform, yeah. probably armed, they thought, we will actually get shot, won't we, if but we go through that barrier? That was the point of the original thing. They can't stop us all. No. So there's got to be some sacrifices there. Run and faster sorry, than guys. their bullets. Yeah. That's, <laughs> what, that's what they said. All the other kids with... There was a very scary man with a dog that I saw. Yeah. Say, yeah. Say that much. But there was a very special guest at Alien Stock, wasn't there? Oh, oh my God. Oh, I yeah. almost forgot. Yeah. yeah. Who was it, Mikey? Dick Machinko himself was speaking at Alien Fest, whatever the hell it's yeah. called. I think it was like Storm Area 51, StormTheGates.com. camp or something. Well, yeah. The actual Dick Masinko, Machinko, Machinko, Masinko. However it's said. Shakira, Shakira. Yeah. Was uh, was actually there. Yeah. Would you believe? When worlds collide. <sighs> it's magic. It's also, never... yesterday, on the very same day, yeah. apparently, according to Twitter, Dick and Dom went and did a uni event at they did. The, the city, historic the town, town, sorry, on the River, on the River Trent. Trent. They went to Stoke-on-Trent Stoke -on for yes. a university oh, yes. event. Stoke-on-Trent. They must have played that song. Oh, my God, they would have played that song. I hope they did, because they, they're DJing now. That's what they do a yeah. lot of. Um, and you see you see videos posted of like their their sets, but you, you can't go to Stoke without playing Stoke-on-Trent. No, you can't. As Dick and Dom. Yeah. You can't. Or a remixed version. Oh St my God! St Stoke on Trent. Yeah. Stoke on Trent. Stoke, Stoke, Stoke. I wonder if one exists. If it doesn't, it should. Time to be made. Yeah, yeah. time to do it. Uh, let's have another question now. Ooh. This is from Harrison Calnan at Dafu Fighter Six Six Six. Dafu Fighter. Dafu. Dafu Fighter Six Six Six. Would you ever consider doing a live event with fans? For example, a live recording of Podiat in a venue with fans, or a or a something reminiscent of a Saturday morning kids show, combining your cookery show, your gaming, and a trivia quiz. Loser getting gunned. Oh my God, that would be that's a great idea. I'd love that's to do a Saturday morning show. Well, um, I guess we've got an announcement to make. Glitch. 
has been cancelled. <laughs> what is it? Glitch? Glitch? It's cancelled. Yeah, we, well, in our very formative time of videos, we did almost have a live show with Hat Films, we I think, did, yeah. for a Newcastle-based gaming event. God, Which was an absolute disaster. Just kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed. I think it was being set up by students, wasn't it? Like it we, seemed, were, yeah. we were joking like about it. it at first. Like, this must be being run by students. And then it, it really just felt like it probably was. We had to delay the event for a dream sponsor, and it never happened. Yeah. And yeah. then it just got cancelled. But then we just came to Newcastle anyway because the flights were booked. So yeah. We came here. To that was that. We came, we came to this room. Oh, yeah, we should probably say thank you to Coldaholic for, and, and particularly Adam for, for allowing us to use the facilities. Yeah, today. that's very kind of We him. all came yeah. in to use the toilet, that is, and then we just set up in here. Yeah. yeah. He, doesn't, he, doesn't know, well, he doesn't need to know, does he? Just um, leave me out of it. Be a live thing would be so good. I yeah. guess the most likely thing, I mean, given that like we're, we, we wouldn't be able to finance our own like independent Vidiots event right mm. now, um, but I guess the most likely thing would be potentially a future Yogcon, maybe, yeah. if, yeah, if they yeah. had a slot and if, you know, we were famous enough to warrant having... <laughs> I, think, I think we could make it work. Yeah. If you would like to see us at a future Yogcon, let the Yogs cast know. Mm. Let them know. Them non-stop. Yeah. Set up a bot that'll tweet them every five minutes. Because <laughs> it sounds... Yes, do that. <laughs> I love that. It's, yeah, they love it. Just send them loads of posts <laughs> with our names on it. They really enjoyed that as well. Because uh, it sounds like there was there was a big vidiots, uh there was a lot of vidiots representation at Yogcon. Yeah, I, I bumped into so many fans. Like we had yeah, that's a, nice. a rules boss cosplay, mm, most yeah. importantly. That yeah. was amazing. Matt, nice one. And yeah, it was, I think I bumped into it must have been about 20, 25 people oh, at wow. least yeah. who all like knew and like said, said thanks for us existing. I, I didn't expect there to be that many. Uh, only not because I don't think Vidiot's fans exist, but they were like all at Area Fifty One, am I right? <laughs> yeah, but just because obviously there was a there was a cap on well there was a, a capacity yeah. to the room. People. It was eight hundred people, and I thought statistically, you know, the Yogscast network is a big old thing, mm -hmm. and we're only a small portion of it. And if there are only 800 people, we're going to be, you know, an equally small portion of that 800, which it will be one or two people, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, oh, there's maybe not going to be like much, much there. But that's, I was pleasantly surprised to hear that, you know, people were there to oh, see yeah. us. There was a volunteer with a video shirt mighty. on and the volunteer said, hey, big fan. Uh, yeah, it was really nice. And I, I think one of the, like, the moments it was like, oh God, there might actually be some Vidiots fans here was, I think it was as the gates were opening, we had a, a screen on stage. I was on the main stage doing camera and I just saw the rules boss hat enter in the crowd. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It like, Hello. Oh. <laughs> Hello. We work with a couple of Vidiots fans as well, don't we? God, we do. James and Andrew both yeah. work in the, in the office on a day-to-day basis who watched our stuff last year i think if as long as there's a demand mm. and we have some way of doing it because we don't live anywhere near each other mm. yeah. then absolutely we would love to but it, i think as, as you said your con is probably it's a perfect opportunity yeah. to do that because we wouldn't have to pay to set it up <laughs> we wouldn't yeah. have to pay to set it up uh, so if that's if that's something people are interested in then let yogs cast know I think doing a Saturday morning show format is a great idea. I never even considered that. I just thought like, oh, well, we'd probably do live worst games, wouldn't we? But like, yeah, we, we could, could do, do cooking. So uh, mm -hmm. Live cooking would be really good, actually. Would it? Yes. It would be really would it, bad good. <laughs> right. Okay. Good bad. We'd make, we'd make the best sticky. worst food. Yeah. yeah. We'd, we'd wrecked ruins. Uh, ruins? We wrecked, wrecked ruins. ruins. We wrecked ruins flat, didn't we? <laughs> Ruins. Peter. Oh, I Peter's see. Flat. Yeah, we petered ruins flat. We petered all over ruins flat. Yeah, mm. we did some cooking for triple jump and got it's a sticky floor. It's, it's real mess. It went everywhere. Yeah, it and really I got home did. really late last night, and I just went to bed because I was like, I can't face doing that. And then I had to leave like you know first thing that well not first thing, but 
you know, it's still there, basically. I've got to go back to just a pile of sticky. Yay, mm. delicious sticky. What a treat. Yeah. Mikey. Hello. Have you got uh, things? I, I, son, I've got a thing. And you know what? Since I'm back in the Northeast, I thought I'd bring some fun facts about the Northeast. Oh. Yeah. So let me just pull yeah. up my, th- my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Come, yeah. come a little closer to me thing. Yeah. Pop your head proper closer. Yeah. Unusual, happy Mikey style. These, some of these are a bit gross, but what, what would it be without a bit of gross and say? Okay. Hooray! First one is, Newcastle was visited by the plague on many occasions, oh. but the worst outbreak of all was one of the most destructive plagues ever in existence. Really? So we were one of the like, worst hit areas in the world. Wow, okay. It happened in 1636, and it seems to have started down by the river in May, probably brought along by a sick sailor. Those old bastards. Ooh. Oh, coming over uh, here, giving us their diseases. Uh. Killing off the population. It spread throughout the town, and it raged on from May until about winter. And in that time, it killed 47% of the population. Oh, oh my God. God. That, that, almost half the population were killed by a sailor, essentially, yeah. which is insane. It was just all, it was almost like a 50-50 chance that you would even live. Yeah, which like, is Like, that's not, not good odds, really, Got is it? Got an extra 50 worth of chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got an extra 50 worth of death. God. Good. And it turns out in Newcastle, they also had some pretty good um, ways of dealing with drunkards. Oh, yeah. Okay. They, they had a humiliation technique that was designed to invite public content and was one of the punishments handed out to those who disturbed the peace, such as habitual drunkards and regular brawlers. Mm-hmm. The Newcastle Cloak, it was called. Okay. It was essentially a wooden barrel with holes in it that oh. they'd pop over people to st- try Isn't and... Isn't that who you bumped into the other day? <laughs> oh, my God. The Newcastle been. Cloaker. He might have been very drunk. Yeah. I, d- I have no idea. Yeah, they just popped a wooden barrel on people and... Got them to just go off on the merries with that. God. It was worn by fenders with the shoulders taking the weight and often accompanied by an iron apparatus called the Branks. Do you know what a Branks is? No, No. it's a place in uh, New York. (laughs) The (laughs) Branks. I'm not sure exactly this is correct, but essentially it's like an iron helmet thing that you wear and basically an iron tongue. And basically stops you from talking. I and didn't know that's what it was oh, called, but I've seen one. Yeah, the Branks, and that was there just to shut them up. God. So oh, wandering no. around the town center in the barrel with the Branks. Jesus, is... <laughs> that's pretty brutal. I've also that's... just realized that um, sort of by old wives' tales and like medicinal uh, herbal like medicine that they used to do in, you know, hundreds of years ago, garlic is like anti, certainly antifungal. I think it might be antiviral as well. Oh, no. So maybe that's why, maybe the Jugsons have been using oh, it no. since the plague. That's why, that's still why the Jugsons are somehow, yeah, just yeah. bouncing back from all of the drugs. He <laughs> always gets an extra 50s worth of garlic. Imagine yeah. if the Jugson family was wiped out in the plague. What a sad world. <laughs> oh, no. A little fun one. The Tarnside Cinema, of which the T-shirt I'm wearing, oh. yeah, that was um, opened in 1937. It's kind of like just a news showreel cinema mm-hmm. opened by Ridley Scott's great-uncle Dixon Scott. Oh, oh wow, wow. Quite, interesting. You know, historic filmy background. I didn't then. know Ridley. I thought for the longest time I thought Ridley Scott was American. No, he's um, South Shields boy. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was local. I thought you were going to say I didn't know Ridley Scott had a granddad. <laughs> He would just sort of came I into the he world. Just, he just <laughs> existed, a reel of yeah. cinema, like yeah. a mascot. Like Alien just landed. And that's He's it. an avatar, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> in the film Avatar. Yeah, he was made in a lab. Oh. The Northeast is also home to, the I think, Britain's first serial killer, female serial killer as oh, well. Yeah. Mary Ann Cotton. I think she's quite famous. ITV did a series about a couple I've of years her. ago. She's called Mary something. Yeah, and she's thought to have murdered around 21 people over her years including three of her husbands and 11 children. Oh. She was a poisoner, wasn't she? Yeah, so yeah. basically she'd take out insurance policies on her families. Like, she'd move to a new village, 
find a guy, have some kids, take out insurance policy, then just kill them, taking the money and move from place to place. Wow. Mm. And she, she That's psychopathic. It's a bit messed up, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know she was from around here, I don't think. Yeah, she's um, in deep, deep Sunderland, like Washington area kind ah. of thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, she was um, found guilty by a jury in less than 90 minutes and Ooh. was hanged, wow. which is quite nice, isn't it? Yeah, well... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really it, nice. Here's a fun one. Yeah? Captain Gladstone Adams, a Newcastle fan, was the inventor of the windscreen wiper. Oh. Ooh. So he was um, traveling down to Wembley, I believe, in like 1908. Mm. And he got a, um, he kept getting annoyed that he had to keep stopping his car to wash off, wash off the snow from his windmirror. Right. And so when he got home, he put into, put, got to work and invented the windscreen wiper, which was then released a couple of years later. So people used to drive long distances in all weathers without windscreen wipers. Yeah, they're just literally... Just... Probably fewer cars, right? It's probably just one road with Actually, two cars. I mean, cars you, on when it. you think about it, like obviously they wouldn't have had an electronic device on the front of their car back in the early 1900s. But on. yeah, like you would have thought there'd be some kind of manual thing that might have swept this, you know, you like a stop and give it a mechanical scrub. lever. Weird. So, speaking of cars not being common then, in, in the uh, thing I copied, it says, it was such a novelty to see a car in those days that it was put into a car showroom window while he was um, visiting the match because so many people wanted to see it. Wow. So, so he was an attraction in himself. Wow. And he went on to, you know, save us all and save us yes. from the nightmare of watery, snowy Oh, I goodness. hate it. Jesus. I think this is... um. Oh, no, my favorite one's next. I skipped okay. over one. Okay. The famous Doomsday Book, as I'm sure you're aware, was mm. like, I think it was just basically a catalog of the people and places of England. Mm. Um, when they were going around doing that book, they left out the Northeast because they thought it was it was classed as a wasteland. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, then, goodness. Yeah. So the Northeast isn't in the Doomsday Book? Nope, they, had, they made their own it just one. just doesn't exist. Yeah, so they what made the their hell? own book about 100 years later where they put in all the information they wanted to put in. That's a great fact. <laughs> yeah, because it was a waste. It was uh, classified as a wasteland because William the Conqueror didn't take control of the area, so oh. thought it's not even bo- so it's just worth not bothering worth, with. It's oh. not worth time. Hadrian's Wall was up here, right? Yeah, damn right. And mm. they thought, no, I'm not good enough. No, just not can't be bothered. Never mind. This is, okay, this is my favourite fact. When Sunderland signed Swedish footballer Stefan Schwartz in 1999, they included a bizarre space clause in his contract. Schwartz was known to have an interest in space travel, and it was reported that one of his advisors had secured tickets for the first passenger space flight due to take off in 2002. Worried about the safety and performance, the club banned Schwartz from travelling into space. Oh. In his contract, it said, you are forbidden from travelling into space. What? Which is insane. That's that crazy. not want to play football for someone who <laughs> doesn't want to go to space. It was warned and that doing so result in the immediate termination of his contract, and Schwartz ended up retiring in 2002 before any potential space flights became reality. Oh. Sadly, well, now he, he can... never got to live his dream. Well, now he can fly... As... Oh, Elon Musk. He can he just do what he wants. Yeah, Musky, old, old Musky, Musky boy. Yeah, old Musky. I he think can fly wherever he wants. It's ha- what a terrible way to squash someone's dreams. There's a <laughs> man coming over from Sweden, and you say, no, you can't go to space. Sometimes there's things in like your employment contracts where it's like, you know, you're not allowed to do that. And, you know, although you've signed a legally binding document, you might just sort of have a sneaky little, you know, I'm trying to think like, of an example. Like, in the like, office or something. Yeah, like. something like that. Like, no one's in the office and you go, oh, I'm technically not allowed to, but I'll have a little sneaky. Imagine <laughs> sneakily going to space. <laughs> just don't tell anyone I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have worn my Sunland shirt to space. Hang on, guys. It's Mike Ashley. Hang on. Yeah. Yeah. Shh, guys. Be quiet. Guys, can you turn off the thrusters? Control. Yeah, guys, you know, I'm just, a, I'm just at Debenhams. 
I'm just at Debenhams. It's Do you want fine. anything from Greg's? Yeah, I'm just going to Greg's. I'm it's watching okay. Apollo 13. It's okay. <laughs> Warning. What? It's fine. Yes, yeah, it's the surround fine. sound system. It's it's just someone just vaulted over the Greg's counter. It's okay. <laughs> God. There you go. Well, those were some great facts. Thank you for those something. facts, Michael. That's all right. That's what I do. That is what you do. That's what I That's do. my thing. Well. What I do. Jessica Smith. Oh. At. Jessica Smith. No. Step. What is that? Star. 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 Right. Mm-hmm. Star. Mm. Okay, so mm. it's S T A R I. Staria. Starry. Star- Staria. It might be Star- Staria Elizabeth. There's an I. There's just an I and an A in there after. Jessica, Star- let us know. Staria Elizabeth. Staria Elizabeth on Twitter. Okay. Thank you, Jessica. Saint I'm- Aria Elizabeth. No, it's not that. <laughs> yes. I'm going to go on a load of job interviews soon, mm. so here's my least favourite job interview question. Where do you see yourself in five years? Personal note, thanks for all the laughs. My job is getting outsourced and poly. It's a constant that has kept me grounded. Much love. Oh, bless you. Much love to Working you, for Hope you okay. is the best answer. No, it's yeah. not. I see myself in, in this role having successfully gone through this interview. Yeah. No, shut up. A very diligent, hard worker. Probably mm. another job. I'm here to get paid, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. If you pay me, I'll show up. Don't expect anything else from me. Where do you see yourself in five God, years? Because like, if you want to answer it in a job interview scenario, they want to see how you've progressed from the job you're being offered to where you want to go in the company. God. Mm. God. I'm going to be God in I five years. I see myself years. as God. Mm. Wow, I like his ambition. Arguably, the the I think the worst, or not certainly the worst question, um, but the, the worst stupid answers that people give by you know trying to be clever is when you're asked... What's your uh, biggest weakness? They go, oh, you know, I just sometimes I just work too hard. Just work. You know, I can't switch off. Oh, I just love I stay work. at the office all the time. Or like, oh, I'm a real perfectionist, you know. I can't yeah. can't move on until it's done perfectly. Like, no, don't. You're lying. Do- You're also a liar. They know That's what you're doing by giving an answer like that. Just be honest and say, I'll be honest, like, you know. I'm not that punctual. You know, sometimes I'm, yeah. I come in like five minutes late or... Yeah, because they're looking for honesty there. Like, exactly, yeah. Say. I move from village to village and I just kill all my kill all my children. Yeah, so, I do. Um, it's a weakness of is, mine. Is, but, uh, does anyone ever keep down a job for more than five years now? Does that is that happen? Does I, anyone been employed for more than five years? <laughs> not con- in the world. <laughs> not continuously. That's just, it's just unheard of nowadays. Right. I, worked a, I worked for the service station for probably five years in total, but I, it, was, it was never full time. Yeah. And it was on and off. Oh. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I think longest I've had a job was What Culture, and that was nearly two years. The yeah. guys who are currently, some of the guys at What Culture currently have been there for more than five years, I would oh. say. Yeah, I think they Sorry, name redundant. Yeah. Um, hmm. So, uh, do, do, are we answering that question ourselves now? Yeah, let's, yeah. Uh, let's answer it sincerely. Um, five years, Matt. Well, I'll be married by then. I um, hope you're married. Yeah, I hope you're married. <laughs> uh, I don't think I want any children by then. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I want to enjoy, like, because saving for a wedding is a nightmare. And uh, <coughs> before, before the the saving for the wedding um there was only me working out of me and my fiance so because she's been studying so yeah. basically we've never since we've been together we've never had loads and loads of expendable income because mm. it's either just been one of us earning or now that she's earning as well we're both just putting it away for a wedding Woo, so yeah. w- the way i see myself in five years is being married not having children and being able to just 
do fun things with our combined income. Oh, yay! Yeah. That's what I'll be doing. <laughs> I that want to have some nice. fun. I'll be using contraception. Yay! That's what I'll be doing. I hope you won't, because yeah. that's that's a sin. In the it eyes is a sin, of actually. Jesus. Mm. Married or not, you're a sinner. You're a sinner. Don't yeah. go near that stuff. Michael, I, I want my ferrets to reach triple digits in numbers. Triple you want digits. you want at least a hundred ferrets. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, the, I watched something on TV of a guy. A guy Somewhere Who was England. eaten by his ferrets? <laughs> <laughs> they decided this kibble's not enough for us. We're going to eat you, John. Mm. Uh, he ran a ferret rescue, ferret rescue, and he had about 120 ferrets. And it was just literally like he lived in kind of a crap house. I'm not going to be around the bush. He spent his life dedicated to ferrets, and so he had this land that was just all enclosures that he built for them, and it was insane. Was he happy? Yeah, he seemed. I think yeah, okay. he, he liked his ferrets. So that's that's the path I want to go down. I want to become the, the weird ferret man that the no one really likes talking to. Okay, yeah. and I can train them to do fun things. You do, like would you have shops for me? Because <laughs> then I won't need plastic bags. If I give one item to each ferret, yeah, they can just all follow me behind and bring yeah. home my beans. Do you, th- <laughs> do you think you could um, bring them a beaten? <laughs> do, you, do you think you would have to live in the country to do that though? Like in order to have enough land, and also you know, you, most <laughs> most landlords wouldn't let you yeah. have a hundred ferrets in your house. Maybe I'd um, build my own tower block. In a city yeah. center. I mean, that can't cost too much money. No, right? no. It's Why don't right. you green screen the ferrets in? <laughs> into the world. Just into everywhere yeah, you go. Whoa. Wow, look, can you imagine? Yeah, just take the, the six here. that you've got and then just copy and paste. Well, I take them into Photoshop. Yeah, duplicate. Bam. Yeah. 12. What if you look at one? And then you close your eyes, pick it up, move it to a different place, and open your eyes up. There's another oh, ferret. There whoa, it is. Wow, magic. that's another ferret right there. Just and have a little. Turn it around. Whoa. Oh, it's a different ferret. A little paintbrush with some like black non-toxic paint on shut your eyes put a dot on it and open your eyes because then oh that's that's the one that's got one dot there and then oh and there's the two spot one I haven't seen the one dot one in a while and just wipe it off brand new ferret Mm. immediately every time it would be amazing it's just a game changer Ben Uh, if we're talking professionally I'd quite like triple jump to do well oh yeah I mean that would be nice yeah that would be really nice (laughs) Uh, not that it's not doing well. I mean, like, I want it to, I want it to be a big success. I want it to be something, you know, we're building something that was sadly cut short for us with Vidiots, but, like, I really think that we can we can do it with Triple Jump. Mm. And I really want Podiots to go from strength to strength as yeah. well. I think we've got a good thing here, and, and yeah. I really enjoy it, and, and I know you guys do too, and everybody listening or watching enjoys it, and we want to make it as as successful as possible. Um, so that would be that would be my aim, and then maybe... Owning a house would be nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Owning my property instead of renting it because letting agents can fuck off. Fuck off. They're so bad. I, yeah. hate, I hate them. There's yeah. nothing I hate more than letting agents. Yeah. Scurvy, not That's as not... bad as letting agents. I'm just going to put... If you're a letting agent, you best you best either stop listening or watching or go leave your job. Please. They are useless. Like they're, they're I've never had a deal. They don't like, do anything. They've got they take a job and they, they just don't do it. Like they're supposed to, you know, look after your flat if there's a yeah. problem and with it. And they're usually paid by a landlord to do it. And yeah. they just they do the bare minimum. I don't know what they're being paid for. Other than when you move in and they obviously have to do some paperwork and, and physically give you the keys and stuff. Yeah, after that it's nothing. After that, yeah. Like, you know, you contact them. And this is all letting agents that I've ever experienced. Yeah, me too. And say, hey, you know, uh, there's a problem with the door or with the whatever. And they go, okay, yeah, we'll be right on that. Weeks later, months, yeah. nothing. I've I've had stuff that I moved in at the start of the year that I reported that's just never been fixed. Yeah. And so I've just documented all of it. And I know that they're going to try and find a way to charge me for it when I move out. Mm. Good, yeah. When I extended my lease, I had to pay a fee 
really because I was going to give them more money so they wouldn't have to find a tenant now thankfully I think those fees are now illegal but I bet that by the time I extend it again they will have found a way to charge me they just rename the fee basically it's such bullshit it's it's they're they're crooks. Yeah, they I are. hate them. They do. When you move out of a place, they just look for things that they can charge, like take from yeah. your deposit. Yeah, and then much. that the reason that that money exists for them to take at the end of the year is so that they can then spend it on fixing the, the flat. Mm-hmm. But you know that they don't yeah. because you, every time you go into a new flat, there's always something wrong. Yeah, and they, they go, some... oh, do you mind if like there's a mark on that wall? And you're like, well, no, not really. But then when you move out, they go, there's a mark oh, on, on that wall. There's a mark on the wall. We're going to take money so we can paint that wall. And you know that when the tenant next tenant moves in they won't have painted the wall with the money that you've get, given them mm. and they'll go do you mind that there's a mark on that wall and they'll be like no I guess not I suppose not every flat I've moved into has had the previous tenants something or other just there yeah. it's like how how has mm. that not been thrown out by someone? Because oh, they charge you to remove stuff as well. I don't God. get it. I don't understand. There was a chest of drawers mm-hmm. of mine. We had um, some chocolates God. left in the cupboards. That was quite nice. The oven was despicably <sighs> filthy. Just yeah. covered in a layer of grime. I think to add value to our letting agents... Uh, service they don't let us directly contact the landlords so they're a middleman mm. so if we need anything we have to contact them who then get contact them they're just a bullshit middleman it's yeah. like yeah. I, if i want to get something fixed i can arrange to get a plumber sorted mm-hmm. and i'll send you on the invoice yeah and that'd be so much easier and because now we've had a broken sink for two weeks if you're in Newcastle, living spaces is the worst letting agent I have ever experienced <laughs> in my entire life. And I was forced to go back with them when I moved oh, back God. here. And they're fucking awful. God. I thought maybe they'd improve. And they were still, they gave me the wrong fucking keys. Wow. They gave me the wrong parking space like number and door entry. I fucking hate, I hate the fact <laughs> that they have a monopoly on the area that I that I lived in previously and yeah. wanted to move back to. There's no one else there that's renting properties. Wow. And I had to go with them again. And I'm fucking furious I can't it. remember the name of the one that I lived in last because the one I'm with at the moment is the least bad that I've had so I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna name and shame but the one I lived in before was they were just terrible fuck so living bad. space so in five years we want we will not be, be dead <laughs> not be yeah letting agents and yeah professionally my answer would be yeah video uh, podiats and, and triple jump hopefully we'll go from strength to strength fingers crossed Mine's still ferrets <laughs> professionally a, you'll be a professional ferret man yeah yeah, yeah. I've got a thing oh <gasps> Is it the thing? Oh my god. Ben it's... has brought a thing along. I think a few of you might know what this is. It's been highly anticipated. So this is the cursed one that's slightly melted. Can I see it in real yeah, life? Of course, there you go. Oh, I did bring it last time. I showed it to you guys. Oh, did you? Yeah, I yeah. can't remember if we'd had a photo of it or just... Uh, I would like to thank Andrew Bone. Would you like to ride the bone train, Morty? At Link220 for coming to the rescue. So many... So many tweets and messages since the since we talked about this initially of people saying, is this it? Is this it? Is this it? And it's not because it's called Rosie and Jim and the Tickle Monster. Mm. Not Rosie and Jim, a collection of stories. Mm. So, no, it's not that. Thank you. Stop. But Andrew Bone, would you like to ride the bone train, Morty? Has, has provided a ripped audio version of part two. Here's a synopsis. Released in 1993, Rosie and Jim and the Tickle Monster is an audio cassette tape that features an original story starring popular British children's characters Rosie and Jim, two haunted ragdolls who live aboard a narrowboat called the Ragdoll and who go on adventures. Sorry, no, sorry, what? what? Sorry, hello? What? What did you just say? I said two regular ragdolls who live aboard a narrowboat called the Ragdoll and go on adventures. Rest in peace, Fizzgog. Rest in peace, Rip Fizzgog. We covered the first side of the tape on episode 22 last year, if you want to 
bone up. Would you like to ride the bone train, Morty? Wherein various nursery rhyme favourites had their iconic items mysteriously stolen by the eponymous Tickle Monster, ah. accompanied by a spooky whistling noise. However, rather appropriately, after years of being stored in direct sunlight, the tape warped and had become misshapen, resulting in an unplayable B-side of this cursed tape. The rest of the story was lost until now. And this is the the B-side is the important side because the whole reason we ever got talking about this in the first place is Ben mentioned it on either a previous podcast or a video that we did at Vidiots. And... Uh, it, you you said that there's a spooky. It's just creepy. There's some just, spooky yeah. goings on. It's just a really it's creepy right. story. I used to listen to it in the bath, <laughs> which was like weirdly appropriate because I was splashing around in the bath and then they're going up and down on the rag doll just or with some... the lights off, just a dark bath. Yeah, oh, just, just to I get used... in the atmosphere. Be Rosie and Jim. I used to be the rag doll in the bath. Yeah. Oh. You ever go in the water? Yeah, you can be a rag doll. You should try it next time you can. You can be a rag you doll. Can be the rag doll. Oh, the ragdoll. Yeah, Fizzgod uh, comes in, he rides. As in the boat. I thought you oh. meant, uh, like, the because the, they're ragdolls as yeah. well, they but themselves. If you, if you jump downstairs, you can be a ragdoll. Yeah. Can. It does the same thing. Okay, so this is kind of complicated, because last time I was able to plug my phone directly into the recorder. This time I've got my laptop, I've got the clips, I'm going to play them loud, and hopefully... They they come through okay, but I'll listen in the edit, and if I need to put the clips in after the fact, You'll then just I... paste them over the top. But I'm, I am... Uh, I'm, I'm reading and then playing the clips immediately afterwards. So hopefully I don't play the wrong clip. Hopefully it doesn't go wrong, but I'm going to do my best because we're doing a video version so I can't cut out awkward silences. Are we ready? <laughs> yes. Here we go. We immediately hear from the tickle monster as Rosie spots a pervert in the bush. There it is. Look. What's wrong with that bush over there? It's all... Shaking and, and shivering and it's all just moving. What? It wants yeah, me to tie zip, my arms behind my back. Can you zip me up, mate? <laughs> zip us up, son. Oh. Ignoring all child endangerment laws, the pair approach the bush and attempt to identify the pervert. Hello? Who's in that bush? <laughs> Nobody. We can see you, nobody. You, you, you can't. I, 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 I'm in the bush. And we can see you're shivering. Well, 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 well I'm cold. We, we can see that. And we can see your nice hat. Oh, it, 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 it's a nightcap, actually. So he's cold, <laughs> seemingly wearing only a nightcap. Is yeah. it Wee Willy Winky? Do you have any guesses we who he is? <laughs> Is it Small Dick Wil Wil Wilkins. Well, I've actually got another one written here. It's Wee Wee Wilson Wilkinson, of course. <laughs> what the fuck? Ah, uh, it's him. Let's Wee listen we can in. See your hats. Let's listen in as Rosie and Jim mock the freezing naked man with a song. Wee Wee Winky runs through the town. Upstairs and downstairs in his nightgown. That's about you, that rhyme, isn't yeah. it, Wee Willy yeah. Winky? Yeah. I used to be Wee Willy Winky, but I'm not anymore. Big Willy Winky. <laughs> <laughs> That's why whenever that tickly noise happens, something always seems to go wrong. And, and this time, something awful has gone wrong. Hang on. What? It's 
Have they taken his nightgown? It's my nightgown. He is naked. The tickle monster has stripped Wee Wee Wilson Wilkinson of his actual clothes. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> so these two right. children have gone up to a bush and there is a naked man in there. Yes. Yeah. Shivering. Oh, no. uh, Rosie, the master of subtlety, presses for clarification. You're what? My, um, nightgown. He's lost his nightgown, Jess. Rosie! Jesus. <laughs> yes, I've lost my nightgown. Oh, that's ominous. There's that noise again. But just how cold is Wee Wee Wilson Wilkinson? Let's find out. I'm wee willy winky with nothing to wear. I'm wee willy winky, but I'm completely bare. <gasps> Don't worry, wee willy winky. We'll, we'll help you find your nightgown. You stay in this nice warm bush. <laughs> and don't worry, because Rosie and Jim will find your nightgown for you. Oh dear, I do hope so. I do miss my lovely old nightgown. Oh, sure he does. Wee Willie Winky, they only read the first two lines of the poem there. It gets creepier because the second two lines are rapping at the window, shouting mm-hmm. through the lock. Are the children all in bed? It's almost eight o'clock. Yeah, it's yeah. weird, isn't it? What is he do- Why does he want to know if the kids are in bed? Why is he looking through people's windows Willie, naked? He's got a lot to answer for, for yeah. sure. But for now, the game is afoot. It's time to find that nightgown. But on their travels, Rosie and Jim encounter a strange snoring man. Oh, no. In the interest of time... I've edited this clip down so you can hear the sheer amount of times they reuse the same clip. See if you can tell which one it is. Oh, God. Uh, oh, oh, me head. Oh. Listen, Jim, what's that? Uh, oh, oh, me head. Oh. oh, God. He just bumped his head, Rosie. Uh, oh, oh, me head. Oh. I know who it is. Let's sing his song. Oh, yes. It's raining, it's pouring, the old man is snoring. He bumped his head against the bed and couldn't get up in the morning. Hello? Oh, there he goes that again. voice actor, they got the money's oh. worth there, didn't they? Yeah. It's just Rosie and Jim doing all the voices. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's just those two, because sometimes Jim doesn't Willy speak Winky. for a while. <laughs> I've cut out a lot of the pregnant pauses, but there are some very pregnant pauses in this where clearly Jim is going, <clears throat> and then just, yes, I'm a different character <laughs> now. And sometimes Jim just won't speak for a while, and he'll just be talking to Rosie. So... Jim discovers that the Umihead man is wearing the nightgown. Oh. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the physics of what Jim suggests as a solution in this next clip. Let me know what you think. Oh, oh, Umihead. Oh, Oh, no, he'll never get up if he keeps bumping his head like that. I know, Rosie. Let's put this nice, comfy, bouncy pillow there under his head. And we won't bump it anymore. Yeah! Oh, 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 me head. So that's what I don't understand, because is he, like, perfectly straight, and then he's when he wakes up, his head goes down, and he bumps his head. Surely it's a... Is he not already sleeping on a pillow? Therefore, there is one on the back of his head already. Now, I realise the implications of putting a pillow over his head would would be smothering him. But... You could put one on the bed. What's he bumping his the head on? The wooden bit of the bed. I assumed he was waking up and hitting his head on something above. Yeah, yeah me too. So that's where you would put the pillow. But they put a pillow under his head. 
So he's just and sleeping on like the floor, I guess, and like he's like, I don't know. We're just sleeping under the bed. We're just oh. learning a lot about this man for some reason. But it does work. Oh, good. And the man wakes up, presumably for the first time in years, which is actually really <laughs> scary to think about. Yeah. They then strip him of the nightgown somehow, return it to Wee Wee Wilson Wilkinson, and head on their merry way. Does that mean the guy in the bed's now naked? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so now they've so got they, another they naked, man. naked man. They've stri- they've made that we're we're at a, still at a negative loss. Yeah, we. Of people being being clothed. God, that was a hard sentence. I don't even know where my brain was going with that one. Uh, okay, next clip. Quick, Rosie, get that nightgown. Yeah, I've got it. Come on, Jim. Wee Willy Winky. Wee Willy Winky. Cooey. Look what we've got. Yeah, look what we found. Found. Just <laughs> stripped it from a man. Jim, what's that baby doing up in that tree? I don't know, Rosie. That baby is asleep in a cradle, Rosie. And now they're going to steal the baby's clothes and give it to the, the man who keeps bumping his head. <laughs> where it's possible. But there's a baby in a tree in a crib. Yeah. Can you see where this is going? Rockabye baby. In the treetop. Okay, here we go. Wait. Oh no, Rosie, it's that noise again. That's the baby, Rosie. Oh, 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 hang on, hang on. Oh, <laughs> oh, I caught the baby, Jim. I'm glad Rosie, they came along. I caught the cradle. Yes. He didn't even wake yep. up that baby. That's right, the Tickle Monster attempted infanticide, and the stakes have never been higher. Hang on. Wow. Jim caught the cradle, so it made the tree disappear. I mean, yeah, there, was, there were yeah, branch what... noises, is what I don't understand. So I'm very confused. I assumed that the cradle had vanished. Right. But then, yeah, she caught the cradle, so... But there were still noises of tree branches, so I don't understand. Well, maybe that... No, the tree disappeared. That's the only logical way to look at that. Well, the tickle monster tried to kill a baby, but thankfully the baby's fine and still asleep. Good. So, after singing a nursery rhyme, the pair reflect on their busy and successful day. We did it, Chip. Yes, we did it, Rosie. Muffet's got her spider back. And her cousin Wade, don't forget. Don't forget that one. She's got his wall back. Wee Willy Winky got his nightgown so he can run through the town. (laughs) What a sex pest. Oh, Jim, we've worked very hard. Yes. Everything's all right, Rosie. Mm. Oh, that's quite nice. Is it fuck? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, I don't think everything's all right, Jim. I hope nothing else has gone wrong. Maybe Duck knows what that noise is. Yes, let's ask Duck. Yeah. Duck. Yeah. Duck. 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 Where are Duck. you? Duck. Duck. <laughs> Jimmy must be hiding. Uh, <laughs> he's not. What, the oh, no. inanimate he's duck not. that's constantly nailed to the rag doll. <laughs> Oh, I don't think everything's all right, Jim. I hope nothing else has gone wrong. Maybe Duck knows what that noise is. Yes, let's ask Duck. Yeah, Duck? Duck! Duck, where are you? Duck! <laughs> Jimmy must be hiding. Have I played the hiding. same clip again? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think I did. Let's try that again. Duck, where are you? There it is, yeah. Duck! <laughs> Rosie. 
Susie, you don't think... Yes, Jim, I do. I think... I think something's happened to... to our duck! <laughs> oh, we can't be Rosie and Jim without our duck. Can they not? I don't know that they can. Oh, no. They then sing a song about how sad they are that they've lost duck. I'm not going to play it because it's really sad. Oh, no! <laughs> but then... Listen, Jim. You see that dark, dark tunnel there? Yes, Jim. Well, I think Duck is down that dark, dark tunnel, Rosie. What choice do they have? You've got to go. You've got to go. You can't not have Duck. They've got to go and rescue Duck. They simply must. Into the dark tunnel they go. Very dark in this dark, dark tunnel. I know. Well, it's so dark I can't even see you, Jim. <laughs> Fortunately, <laughs> we can just follow that noise. <laughs> dark! They're on the right track then, even if it is scary and dark. Rosie and Jim attempt to hype themselves up with a song, but all the excitement proves a bit too much for poor Jim. Ooh. Y'all ready for this? That's the wrong one. That's sorry, the wrong, oh, sorry that's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. I'm really sorry. Jim. Oh I'm really God. sorry. That's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. They should scream and shout. We'll get sorry. Duck out. But brave rag dolls don't cry. Aww. Well, some rag dolls might cry. It's all right, Jim. Bit scared, Rosie. It's okay. Come on. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Come on. Oh. Come on, dear. It's going to be her all along. It's going to. She's oh the tickle God. monster. Oh, well, no. she, I mean, she right. might, Come on. one of them's voicing the tickle monster. So. <laughs> but they also appear to be getting closer to the source of the whistling sound. So naturally, Rosie just insults it. It makes lots and lots of things go wrong. <laughs> I wish it would go wrong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, God. What's that thing over there? Um, don't worry, Jim. It, it, it's just a monster. Oh, yeah. It's just a monster. Oh, it's just a monster. Oh, it's just, it's Super just casual, a then. Super cash. After demanding safe passage to duck, the tickle monster has other ideas. Are you ready to hear it speak? Oh, my God. No. Are you ready to hear the tickle monster speak? <laughs> Here we go. I think it's going to. Oh, it's Rosie. I think it's going to. Tickle you. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm going to get it off. Oh. Jim, I can't stop tickling. <laughs> get off. <laughs> oh, no. We'll never find us. Oh my god! Oh, she's just cut room. off. And then they both die. We'll never what? find out! The end. That's it. That's it. That's my thing. Just joking. Oh, no. God. They actually become like the baby Jesus and appear to run on water because it sounds like they're they're in a tunnel with water in it. Yeah. And a drippy then tunnel. There's some there's some sound effects that don't really back that up in this clip here. Wait, Rosie, run away! I don't really understand. <laughs> I think they're in like a like a cobbly like canal tunnel. Like there's tunnels under canals and stuff. Mm. Yeah, where I See, grew I up. I thought there they were some... on the rag doll. 
I thought they were on the ragdoll going through the I'm tunnel. Oh. I'm not sure. Oh, that makes sense. None of this is really made clear no. if they're on the boat or not. But if Duck's there, Duck doesn't have legs, does it? It's affixed to the boat. So I don't really know. <laughs> There's just weird. all sorts of holes in this story, guys. I mean, Fizgog drove the boat, though. I don't think they're able to drive the ragdoll. I think they might be on foot, personally. Yeah. I, I, I picture it was like a big like cement tunnel that they're just kind of going deeper okay. and deeper into. Like it. I yeah. prefer to subscribe to the theory that they're Jesus' children. Yes. Okay, yeah. So they're well, driving on water. Yeah, we can go for that. So I'd, I'd ask that you respect that mm -hmm. in this difficult time. But the Tickle Monster isn't too far behind. Mm -hmm. And while I am not one to kink shame, None of us are. I am. <laughs> I did think it a little odd that Rosie had two so-called ticklers in her bag all ready to go. I'm coming! Hey, monster. You know what these ticklers are for? Um, no. You really don't know what these ticklers are for? Um, no. You, you, you can't tickle me. That's, that's not fair. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Tickler becomes the tickle. They, they tickled the tickle monster oh, fire, with, fire with fire with Rosie's ticklers. Oh. Got him. And I'd now like to submit evidence to the trial of Rosie and Jim that supports my client's accusations regarding cruel and unusual punishment. They are violating the Eighth Amendment to the United States Constitution and should be thrown in jail forever. It's a bit of a cacophony, it's, isn't it? It's yeah. really horrible. After enduring hours of torture, the tickle monster eventually breaks. Mm -hmm. So they literally tortured the tickle monster until they got what they wanted. Tell us where Duck is. We won't stop tickling you until you tell us where our duck is. Please stop. Oh, I'll, uh, I'll tell you. He's in a dark, dark box. What's in the box? This is Rosie. I can hear duck. <laughs> In the dark, dark tunnel was a dark, dark box. And in the dark, dark box was a... <laughs> dark! Oh, dark! Dark, it's dark. Having rescued Duck, the music plays on and our heroes live to fight another day. The actual end. Oh my god, it took how many Ooh. months? Well, episode 20, oh god, it was like maybe September last year. Holy. October last year. So it's nearly a year. It's been nearly a year. Well, that was very disturbing. I'm just glad that the one thing that didn't happen was that, I mean, you you had a, a false memory, right? That yeah. Jim disappeared at one I, point. I thought one of the ragdolls was abducted in the tunnel. That and Rosie had just walked along by herself. Yeah, right? That was, <laughs> for some reason, in my brain. Thankfully, it was just the stupid duck. Just by herself singing, <laughs> Rosie and... Rosie, Rosie and... and <laughs> rolling along. along on the floor because I'm not in a boat. <laughs> there we are. Wow. That's... That's the conclusion. I hope I hope it was worth the wait. Mm, Absolutely. Uh, was. I know it was I know it's been a long old time. We've got one last question before we wrap up here. This comes to us from Rui the Red Panda at oh. Rui Red Panda. What would your fasonas be, Uwu? Oh. Uwu. Uh 
Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be a crow. I would crow. Okay, I'd be a crow. fair enough. I don't. I, I, like the obvious answer for me is ferret, but I feel like that would just be. Descri- I couldn't look at my ferrets the same again. After exactly. They could look one. at you. The like same. I don't want to yeah. pick my face. Like I, I, I like me foxes, but I definitely I don't love want. Me foxes. I love foxes. We all love our foxes. All of our foxes. But don't I would we? not want to dress in a big furry. Yeah. Furry fox suit. It would mm. just ruin foxes for me forever. Has anyone ever had a pug persona? I might just do that just so I can be. I want to have the first persona of an animal. Yeah. Fro- no, I got be. How about hmm, I was going to say worms almost certainly been a worm one, isn't it? And that's not really furry, is it? It's, that's kind of the point. <laughs> bees, the bumblebees. Yeah, are furry. yeah, bees are furry. Yeah, that's, my first one is a bee, and I will pollinate everyone. I think Please. I'd just go all in. Like if it, if I was going to have to be a fasona, I'd 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 want to be a really sexy one. So I really like, sexy one. Get... Have you seen the clip of the one in the bath that's been going around? No. Just wearing the full fursuit and it's filmed first person. It's just their legs going out and the uh, extending into the bath and then sort of wobbling their feet back and forth and all the furs it's like just in the around water. Yeah, it takes so long to dry. <laughs> oh, it's pretty pretty gross. Oh but, god. Yeah. That'd be something yeah, something really sexy like a oh, a peacock. Yeah. Peacock. Yeah. A peacock. Pete's cock. Pete's cock. If you want a bit of Pete's cock. <laughs> yes. Come to yeah, fur cock always 2020. Sure. An offshoot of Yogcon. <laughs> we'll be doing that. Mikey, if you dress as a bee, yeah. if you accidentally bump into someone who's behind you, will you die? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have the stinger, and it'll like as the stinger gets pushed in, it injects a serotonin. This serotonin. Oh, not serotonin! No, I'm having a great time. Whoa. It'll inject something into me, and I will eventually die. And oh, I just think die. that's that's my authentic. You're flying outside the hive. You're talking to humans. You're stealing. <laughs> well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening and watching mm. this episode of Podiots. We're just about to record another one immediately afterwards, which will be out in a couple of weeks. Um, speaking of Pod Squad. Uh, as we did at the start of the show, the the people who submitted the money before the donations before this this episode, half of it's going to be in the next episode, and then anyone who does it between this episode and the next episode, it'll be in the episode after that, and then it'll be regular. I hope that uh, that makes sense. So thank you very much to our pod squad for this week, including the real Michael B, the Farwell, Shagger Returns, David Lever, Luke, Princess Carla Love, Emily Lemons, M- Mr. And Mrs. McConey, and Top Shagger Bum Pierce for your very kind donation. Emily Lemons is a good name. Yeah, em- <laughs> also, the real Michael B. That's the him. Real. Oh, there we go. That's my, Michael, my phone name. Michael Bonson. If you would like to be in the pod squad, you can do so. Streamlabs.com forward slash vidiots official. Will you get a shout out? And we'll, we'll really appreciate it. We, we, we'll love you long time very much. Thank you very Thank much. Mm. Store.yogscast.com is another place you can support us if you'd like to buy some merchandise. I'm wearing I'm the only person wearing some. Yeah, we're all fakers. I've got uh, my hoodie out there, but not, I'm not wearing it. Yeah. Don't believe him. It's not mm. true. If it's not here, it doesn't exist, doesn't exist. Yeah. as we as we all know from the ferrets. I think there's a discount code, Michael. Damn right. Use code VIDIOTS at checkout for 10% off everything on the Yogscast store. Anything. That could I be the Nietzsche Illuminati shirt, but me really just use it to Vidiots. buy everything on our store. We need a new shirt. We keep talking about new shirts. Yeah, I, 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 new I'm shirt. playing about with a design idea at the minute. Oh, and when that oh. comes out, you can use code VIDIOTS, VIDIOTS. for 10% Vidiots. off. Or just do it right now. Yeah, yeah just, please. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all.com forward slash Vidiots Official. Twitch.tv forward slash Vidiots Official. In literally an hour and 45 minutes, we've got to get another podcast done. We're going to be going live on Twitch, so it will be in the future when this episode comes out. But uh, if you'd like to watch our VOD back, we're all three of us together, and I bet we had a great time. Mm. Oh, what a, what a time was had. Thank you for coming and watching, as we all did together as a group. 
YouTube.com forward slash Team Triple Jump. These very offices is where Peter and I are based mm. on a weekly basis. We do all sorts of stuff, don't we, Peter? We do. We do some old familiar video shows. Like, uh, uh, we basically do Piece of Cake, but it's now just called Rules Boss. Uh, we do Worst Games Ever, of course. We now do Prove It as well. Uh, yeah, it's all, all kinds of fun things. Ooh. And uh, we do a video game podcast there, which is... Oh, that's a, that's a point. I ask for questions for this show. Stop asking video game questions. If you would like the next best thing, I realize it's not got all three of us in, but it is actually a video a game video podcast. video game podcast. Triple, the Triple Jump podcast is a video game podcast. Please go and support that. This, this one isn't. It was just talking nonsense for an hour. Yeah, yeah. It's just absolutely It's a Rosie BS. and Jim kind of podcast. It's a Rosie and Jim yes, fan Rosie and Jim questions. Yeah. Matey, hi. What are you working on, mate? I'm all, I think, well... As of right now, I'm going to TwitchCon Whoa. next week, but that will have passed by the time this podcast goes out, I believe. So I'd, if anyone happens to see me out in San Diego, say hi, but I doubt it. I'm there for work, and that's what I'm doing right now. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Paraboy for the usual stream of shit posts. Mm, Wonderful. Uh, finally, please leave us an iTunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice. It helps something to do with algorithms. Alan Gore's rhythms. Also, if you if you happen to see that there are any podcast award nominations open, just nominate us. Why not? Mm-hmm. Huh? We deserve we deserve some more well. some more trophies. Yeah, let us know if you've nominated us for something because then we can tell everyone we'll else to. Boost. Yeah, we'll do some signal boosting. Guys, what's a, what's a secret question oh, for the audience at home? Um. What's the scariest nursery rhyme? Because that sounded um, like such a horrible dystopian world. They're walking along and then there's just a baby in a tree. I never yeah. really thought about Rockabye Baby. Yeah. What is that? What's the? Do we have an origins of that? I think what you should do, to, homework for everyone at home, go read some nursery rhymes and put like spooky music on in the background and do it in like a really haunting voice. Yeah. I think that'll change the how it how it feels. Yeah, even some of the happy ones, you know. Let's see what Rockabye... Oh, that's a nice illustration. Wow, or originated in 1765, wow. that one. Okay. One theory suggests the rhyme narrates a mother gently rocking her baby to sleep as if the baby were riding the treetops during a breeze. Then when the mother lowers the baby to her crib, the song says, Down will come baby. Another identifies the rhyme as the first English poem written on American soil, suggesting it dates from this... Boring. Oh. But why would you say, when the bow breaks? Surely you would just say, like... When the baby is asleep, it will slowly Yes, another theory is that the song down. is based around a 17th century ritual that took place after a newborn baby had died. That's what you were after, Peter. Right. Oh, there no. we go. That's, yeah, that's the answer we wanted. Yeah, it goes into more detail, but it is uh, upsetting. Babies. So we won't talk about that anymore. Something about scary nursery rhymes. Go, just, yeah. just something about it. Go on. Which yeah. one scared you? Do it. Information. Thank you so much for for watching and listening, everybody. Uh, Kevin's in his box, but fortunately, I can hear the music. He just knows it's time. I can just open what? it from. Oh, yeah, go go fetch Kevin. It's very muted at the moment. Pick him up. Oh, 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 oh there there's we go. the sound. There's oh, the sound. Thank God. you so much, everybody. We will be back in a couple of weeks' time, and uh, take care until then. Bye. Bye. Bye.